Yeah, we in the game. Your boy is a motherfucking tech genius. I'm a technical master. Motherfucking. I might as well be a sound man. Or a, well, or you a, are. I am a sound man. Yeah. Right? You've done that before, right? Uh, no. Nah, I mean, yes, man. yes, but no. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was already like presets. I didn't have to EQ anything. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But not. But just like you know, when you were doing music or you know yeah. playing gigs and stuff. Yeah, you yeah. Know, yeah. That little bit of Right, and I know how to adjust right. where need be. Yeah, you know. Um, <laughs> I can turn the knobs. Yeah, I can turn the knobs, <laughs> and, and they're labeled too, right? Oh yeah, <laughs> so not like good. that helps. Yeah, and there's this one thing that I realize is like the sound man. A good sound man knows that they don't necessarily have to listen to the, what the musician says as far as their levels go. <laughs> yeah, because the sound man is in the back of the room. Mm-hmm. And the musician is in front of the monitors. Right, like they know. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, ex- yeah, yeah, I know exactly. you think your levels need to go higher, but back but, here, but back, yeah, that ain't the move. <laughs> yeah, no, I have to deal. Yeah, I have to deal with that all the time. Just like playing gigs and stuff, and kind of knowing, like, okay, you gotta how, trust them. Yeah, and well, trust yeah, them. look, you gotta trust them. Mm-hmm. And, and, and yeah. then you know, you also have to realize that your stage volume. And how it sounds there is going to be different than you know what's coming out of the PA, what's coming out of the Facts. Uh, uh, house system. Um, Facts. Big difference between the monitor, what you're hearing in the monitor, and what's yeah. happening in the house system, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Izzy, what you doing? You pouring cereal? You sound like you're making breakfast. No, I know. I know they're going to get up in a second, so I'm kind of setting their stuff out. They had a sleepover last night, so they got a they got a guest, and now I might have to go down to the car and record. We're going to see how this works. Okay. Or you can just like go in the room with them and you know tell them you know stories about socialism and communism. They'll love that. Yeah, they'll love that oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> hey, oh, they do. They do. My my oldest one is in love with communism. Nice. All right, I think I think I'm good for right now, fellas. All right. Start them up. Well, All what, right. what up, Deaf Perspective listeners? What up? You know, we in here. Get another week. This is episode number seventy-eight. Seventy-eight. I believe. Uh-huh. We have 78 episodes. 78 total? 78 total. Wow. Yeah. What are we going to do when we hit 100? I don't know. I ain't thought about that yet. Yeah. I mean, we got, what, 22 weeks? 22 weeks to think total. about it? Yeah. If, if we're going to have like a special anniversary show or... Right. I don't know. Are we mm-hmm. going to get guests? Mm-hmm. Are we gonna... <laughs> so what's that? Five, five months? So that'll be, what, it'll be, what, we'll August? Have, uh, ice Spice. Ice Spice. We'll ice Spice. I don't even know. I don't even know what that is. I don't like my. I don't like my ice oh, spice. You don't. You don't know ice spice. I mean, I oh, think I've seen shit. images of ice spice. I've heard of her. I've heard I one know, of her songs. I know you have. She's she's a baby. But, I, know, um, I know you've seen images. She's, yeah, she's a baby. Yeah. She's a baby. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, but <laughs> yeah. You know how it is when it's just like you see people like that and they're like, oh, like they're so hot. You're just like. And I think it's because, well, we're old, but it's kind of like, I mean, I like got, yeah, I have, right, yeah. Well, this is yeah. the thing, is I have nieces that are in their 20s. Yes. And they're beautiful, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And every time I see a woman that's like 20s, mid to late 20s. Right. I'm like, oh, you think nah. about them? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm like, nah, that's, yeah. I, yeah. that's a dude out there. That's their niece. You know what I'm saying? Right, like, I exactly. Yeah. No, I don't really, uh-uh. Yeah, nah, that's good. That shows you're not a piece of shit. Uh-uh, and it don't do it for me. <laughs> it don't right. do it for me. I told my girl this, and I honestly, if if you don't have smile lines and crow's feet, I don't want to fuck with you. Nah. <laughs> yeah, nice. yeah. Show me, show me some signs. Yeah. Show me some, a little bit of Right, mm-hmm. right. Yeah. yeah. You know? 
Yeah, I, I, I like the I like the smile lines on the eyes. Like, yeah, show yeah. me you're a good, happy person. Mm-hmm. Right. This, yeah, this no, means that's for nice. at least the past ten years, you've lived a happy life. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. you just you been smiling a lot and laughing. You've been smiling and laughing a lot, so that's good. Yeah. I need that kind of energy. Yeah, me, you know. Yeah, that's good. It's better than the that alternative. Wisdom. That's for sure. I need a wise, powerful, beautiful, happy woman. You know. Me too. Yeah, I'll take ice spice instead. Okay, well, I'll take ice spice instead of yeah, yeah, yeah. Nothing against her, but I don't think she's that. You and I would never be fighting over one. Then I'll tell you that. (laughs) (laughs) We would not be fighting over one. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, so Izzy. Mm Hmm. What What's good, my dude? Yes. Yes. Ooh. I uh, have nothing prepared. Um, what's good with you? <laughs> what's good with me? Um, hold on. Let me see. I'm trying to find. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. We do this show every fucking week. Yeah, every week. As a matter of fact, every week we every have this segment. Seventy-eight, seventy-eight fucking weeks in a row. <laughs> yeah. Weeks, weeks in Give a row. or take. Seventy-eight <laughs> weeks. Give or take. And but this, yeah. And this nigga talking about oh. I ain't got nothing prepared. You, were you surprised? Yeah. <laughs> it's not like we don't do this segment, you know, every week. I, I actually don't consider my well-being that much. I have not oh. thought about <laughs> I have not thought about what's going good in my that's, life. It's fucking crazy, right? As, as funny that's as that po- is. That's, that's potentially alarming. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. As funny it's as that is, it's very sad, right. too. It's yeah. <laughs> this, nigga, this nigga need to go to therapy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yikes! Um, right, big yikes! Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to. I'm trying to, I'm trying to think about uh, shit that's been going on. <laughs> like, damn, yeah. damn, damn, my like, dude, that's so depressing. <laughs> we'll, have, we'll, we'll, we'll have a talk. We'll have a talk off the air if you want later. Yeah, <laughs> right. we'll, we'll right. take this offline. Sit you down. Yeah. We have to sit you down for a while. Deaf perspective, listeners. We will be right back. Okay, Deaf Perspective listeners, we had to take a, a mental health break. Izzy, <laughs> what's good? Yes. Me and my wife are doing great. I couldn't even get it out. You hit it. You hit it right on the head. Yeah, yeah. You hit a home run. That was yeah. like a grand yeah. slam. No, that was great. Grand slam right on the park. All, all, all four runners, including no, yourself, winning. <laughs> No, nah, real shit though. Um, it's, it's it's been a lot going on with me lately. Um, I'm I'm in a transition period. Like I like I was telling y'all last week. Um, we started school. That date's coming up. So I've really just been cracking down, trying to get my sleep uh better moderated because I really don't sleep a lot. I probably sleep like four hours every day, and it's not good. Um, so I've been I've been cracking down on that. Um. Being, being more studious, trying to read more, get into the habit before, you know, I just don't want to get, uh, I don't want to have any surprises when I start school. So I've been trying to um, just be more studious and get in that mindset. Um, everything is good with my kids. Kids doing well in school. Me and my wife are, <laughs> me and my wife are doing great. We're communicating. We're talking, you know. That's uh, good. We, we, we don't have any arguments. Yeah, it's is uh everything's pretty straight right now in my life. I'm I'm really holding shit down, so that's okay. uh that's pretty damn good in itself, all things considered. Okay. Okay. That is good. Yeah, that is good. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Joey, mm-hmm. yes. What's, what's good with you? What's going on with you, Joe? Oh, yeah. Um, your boy had a long weekend off. This is the third day of the long weekend. Ooh, nice. Um, spent the spent most of the weekend over in the city. Uh, you know, chill, yeah. chill a little bit. We had a couple of things that we wanted to go do that we were gonna go do, but we really just didn't. <laughs> like we were like, yo, nice. You know, there was a there was like a, mo- a movie in the park. They were gonna watch Nope. Uh, we were gonna watch Nope. They were playing it on a big projector screen. Oh yeah, oh, yeah, 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 nice, at, nice. At Patricia's Green, so we were gonna go do that uh, Friday night. And then uh, go to the KRS-One concert Friday oh, night. Oh, hell yeah. And then we planned um, Saturday to go to this uh, dance party named Mango. Mm-hmm. But instead, we chilled around the house. Um, we purged some things in her apartment to okay. make room for some of my things. Right. Getting ready for the move. So, yeah, I think that what we did was very was very functional and very wise. So we're not like in crunch time and trying to rush and get yeah. things done. Yeah, that's you know? the worst. Because yeah. you're already going to be... I mean, just like dealing with the move anyway. You're yeah. always you're already going to be you know hustling and grinding to make that happen. Oh, so absolutely, absolutely. The more preparation you can do, the do the better. But you know that. Oh but. yeah, yeah. And I'm I'm looking around right now, and I'm like looking at my stuff um, in the booth. I got stuff in the booth, and I got stuff you know elsewhere in the, in, mm-hmm. the, in the storage closet out here, and stuff in my room. And I'm like, I don't really need a lot of this stuff. Right. Like she got stuff already. Yeah. You know? And we decided, like, if it's something that we both don't love, we'll just let it go and we'll buy mm-hmm. something that we both really like. Oh, you're uh, Marie Kondo in that shit. Yeah, if it don't bring me joy. Yeah, yeah. You know, then why, yeah, yeah. why am I holding on to it? Yeah, yeah, exactly. No reason yeah. to hold on to it, right? So, yeah, that's where I'm at right now. Uh, feeling really good. My boo's down in Jack London right now vending. Yeah, yeah. She's doing her vending thing, so yeah. I helped her set up. So, after this, I'm going to help her pull down and then we got to... Um, we got a little meeting we're going to go to about a, uh, the Burlesque Hall of Fame Legends Challenge. Oh! Yeah, she's been organizing that. Okay. Um, and that is the uh, fundraiser, so several shows that are go that go on uh, before the Burlesque Hall of Fame. But that's the fundraiser to get the retired burlesque performers plane tickets and hotel fare so they could come to the Burlesque Hall of Fame. Oh, nice, yeah. nice. So they, there's a series of shows that go on to fundraise for their oh, airfare. That's for good. Their, um, for their stay. That's good. That's great. So yeah. so where is it going to be? Is this going to be out here? Or? No, the Burlesque Hall of Fame is in Las Vegas. Oh, yes, that's yes, right. Yes, that's so right. it's going to be at the Orleans Hotel and Casino. Fun, um, fun. Yeah, and they have the, we have the whole theater. Um, and an, an event space, vending space. Um, we're gonna be in a we're gonna be in a private room because my boo thing is producing the Friday night show. Ooh, nice. And she's gonna be helping host mm-hmm. the Saturday night show. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to it, man. Thursday night, Friday night, Saturday night, and then Sunday is the pool party. So mm-hmm. it's gonna be a good time. That's gonna be dope. Yeah, they got it's a pretty cool gym dope. down there too. So I make sure in the mornings I get up and I hit the gym, hit the weights hard. Yeah. So I could uh, run around scantily clad. When I get there, yeah, you know, you right. know, yeah. ladies, the pool is that way, <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, but uh, next week, uh, not this week, but the following week, I'm going to be in Georgia. Georgia. Yep, it's my son's spring break, so I'm gonna be down there visiting them. Oh, that's good, um, man. And good. my mom, we're gonna have uh, my stepdad's celebration of life ceremony uh, oh, yeah. on Tuesday. Oh, that's when right. We get yeah. There. 
Um, so, Deaf Perspective listeners, we won't be recording for two weeks, but we have... We have content. ...doubled up the content for the past two weeks. We have content for your ass. Mm. So, we will be releasing mm. episodes on schedule. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but that's all I got. That's what's good with me. Joffa, yeah. what's good with you? Um, this week's been a week of extreme highs and extreme lows, it seems like. Okay. Um, mm. Can't have it in the middle. It's always got to be one or the other. Bipolar ass week. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, but, um, but you know, the highs were really good. The yeah. highs were really great. Um, like, earlier this week, I got to hang out with uh, a special someone that we just kind of reconnected. Um, and she came in town, and we had a great time. We got to go to the MoMA uh, in SF, which is, like, an, an amazing... Uh, One of the greatest museums. Yeah, great. You know, we had a great time. Just <clears throat> kind of just, you know... Catching up and you know, regain to That's know all each day other. affair, isn't it? Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. No, it's uh, you go yeah. spend all day there. I mean, it's it's, it's, it's like seven floors. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, so just that was really cool and really um, really amazing. Um, but then also too, I've had like a couple nights this week that just weren't that just like weren't the greatest. I mean, like there was uh, a couple nights ago, I had to work this uh, <laughs> this tech special event just around a bunch of like tech Ugh. workers, and they're the fucking worst, bro. They're they're dude, bro. They're <laughs> the fucking worst. I I I can't stand them. Gonda like, bros, some, dude. Some of the most like just clueless, <laughs> entitled people that you can run into, and they have a bunch of money and they don't know what to do with it. Hey they, Connor, what's up, just, Connor? They, they just look like squares. There's there's no style, flair to anything that they do. Marine layer. Like, All they're wearing is marine layer. Yeah, just like you know, <laughs> khakis and backpacks are just fucking boring. Anyway. Um, so then that, and then, uh, yeah, and then I had to work They're wearing a, all birds? All of them got a pair of all birds? Yeah, on. yeah. And then last and here. then last night I had to work this wedding, and oh, it was a wedding reception. And um, your boy didn't think much of it. It was like, yeah, it was cool, or, you know, yeah, they're, you know, they're you know, playing hip-hop and whatever. It's, it's, it's fun, whatever, everyone's having a laugh. Uh, but I didn't really think about how triggering it was going to be uh, until today. And I was like, oh, I feel like shit. Why do I feel that way? Oh, yes, that's right. Mm. Um, so just, you know, but like the good thing about it is that I know why. So I'm able to kind of like recognize it and just kind of deal with it mentally. Um, and also for... Mm. But you know what? It also just boils down to the fact that for scheduling reasons, I haven't been able to uh, go to therapy, and that's what's fucking with me. So yeah. I just like need to like. It makes a big that. difference, man. Yeah, it does. Like it does make a big difference. So I'm like, oh, and so again, it's like, oh, why do I feel like shit? Oh, this is why. Right. So you know that's, mm-hmm. but I but I know what to do, and I know how to, you know, handle myself and my mental health and. So everything's good. It's just, it's just a process. Like I said, ex- extreme highs, extreme lows. But hopefully next week it'll just smooth out. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. You'll get there. Yeah, you'll yeah. find some balance. Yeah, man, I got this. I got yeah. this shit for sure. For sure. Um, yeah. All right. Well, dead perspective listeners. Yo, Joff is puffing on his uh his cannabar. That's right. Right now, trying to get that balance. Izzy, how you feeling? You uh. You ready to go? You ready, ready to do this thing? 
Alright, so Defers will be right back for some current events. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, Deaf Perspective listeners. Deafers, we are back. I got a, got a couple of things. That's, that's that funny. I'm hilarious, huh? Not really. Uh, <laughs> I, I love the fact that you Deffers. think you are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got to. I got to. Listen, listen if none yeah. of y'all like me, that's fine because I love me. And I think I am fucking hilarious. <laughs> I got enough love for you. You know, yeah. I really, I mean, it'd be great to get the love from y'all, but uh, if I don't, I'll be all right. <laughs> I'm going to be all right. I love me. Because I think I'm hella funny. Uh, speaking of hella funny, uh, I got some things I want to get on my chest real quick. Tell y'all a couple of things. So, Los Angeles this past week, Tuesday I think it was, got hit by a tornado, believe it or not. Oh, shit. Yeah, that's a very, Damn. very uncommon phenomenon in Southern California. Yeah, the city hasn't had anything that powerful suck up everything in sight since Robert Downey Jr.'s nostrils entered rehab. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, very uncommon. <laughs> George Santos, you know George Santos, y'all familiar with him, is likely to strike a yeah, deal with Bra- is likely to strike a deal with Brazilian prosecutors over a fraud case from the time he was performing drag in Rio. Ooh. Yeah, the elderly man Santos's mother was caring for claims that Santos stole his checkbook and purchased clothes and shoes with stolen checks. Damn. Wow. Yeah, you know, people are mad at this. That's crazy. Yeah, I know, I know. And people are upset at this, but, I mean, you really shouldn't be, because this is what happens when Zaddy get a bad bitch. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> this is just what happens. You know? Sorry. So you knew what you was getting into, Zaddy. You know? All day. Yeah. A man on vacation in Thailand suffered injuries from a cord that broke over a lake while bungee jumping. Oh, shit. Yeah. Damn. His hospital bills were paid by the amusement park. The park owner says that their liability in this is a bit of a stretch, and the man will bounce back (laughs) in no time. So, (laughs) you know. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. That's good. Yeah. Security guards at a Tampa Bay strip club disarmed a man attempting to fire a weapon at the club. Yeah. Security was interviewed, and they said, that thing was ready to blow. He really wanted to unload in here. I told him, put that thing up. You can't pull that out in here. (laughs) Sure, he said that many times before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not the first time. Not the first time he said that. Won't be the last either. I'm sure it's not. CeeLo Green... CeeLo Green, who had criticisms of Cardi B and Meg Thee Stallion over the song Wet Ass Pussy, y'all remember that? Mm-hmm. Arrived at a birthday party riding a horse last week. The horse got spooked and tossed CeeLo off. Oh, shit. Yeah. Sometimes you got to come down off that high horse and respect the stallion. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Did that really happen? That really happened? Wow. So on the nose, too. So on the nose. Wow. All right. Night- God damn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 92-year-old Rupert Murdoch may be forced to testify in the Dominion defamation case. Mm -hmm. Not sure it should happen because his lawyers argue that their client, an ancient demon, may turn to dust if he has to place his hand on a Bible. Oh, yeah. You know? That's true. (laughs) Oh, my my God. Might just turn to dust. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Real talk. Mm -hmm. So, General Motors 
is halting its production of the Chevy Camaro. Leaving millions, yeah, leaving millions of men searching for a new affordable way to tell the world that they're self-conscious about the size of their penis. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Last one hey, here. What are, what are the army niggas gonna do now? Yeah, what are they gonna do now? <laughs> yeah, right. Why, why join the army? You, you can't get a Camaro. Right. <laughs> yeah. Or like you can't. Or I mean, like, well, can you buy a? Well, can you buy a, a truck? No, it's not the same. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah not true. the same. Well. <laughs> well, no, because you use one or the other to compensate for your small penis. Yeah. Either the either the, either the, either the Camaro or a big ass truck. Right, but I mean, if we were if we were going by that logic, then that would just kill the whole joke. So I mean, it's True. not. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> All right. We're gonna we're gonna clip that out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just <laughs> no, I'll leave that in. It's funny too. No, 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 no. Just like, take that shit out, no, that's, man. That's staying in. That's not that's not going away in post. Uh, that's great. Uh, <laughs> Java. I'm gonna give you a hug in a minute. Yeah. Bacteria from meat could be causing more than a half million UTIs Jesus. in the US every year, mm, according damn. to a new medical study. Wow. Yeah. That's what she said. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who writes these fucking jokes? I don't know. I don't know. Who writes these? I don't know. Yeah. We 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 yeah, we, we, we got to talk to our writing staff. Yeah. This this this, this don't hit. <laughs> I, I am over here choking. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. Fuck, I had to go on mute. I'm I'm choking. <laughs> Fuck. All right. Oh. That's all I got there, uh, all right. Izzy. Do you yes, have a yes, you, yes. Do you have a uh, current event? Do you want to discuss? This I, do, I do, I uh do. -huh. Yeah, thanks, thanks, thanks for thanks for the jokes, though, man. That shit really. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That really, that really brightened up my mood. That got that got me going. Thank you. Bro. Yeah. Great, great work. Great yeah. work as usual. I want to tell y'all the story of a young woman. The woman appeared in Colorado Springs, Colorado, and claimed to be from Washington State. She was a pink-haired woman that dressed rather noticeably, uh, people have stated. That's a quotation from someone who knew her very personally. Over the course of knowing her, though, she revealed that she was a sex worker, and she found herself in leftist activist spaces. Many didn't question it, as sex work is real work, and leftists don't blink twice at something like that. Um, it turns out, though, that this woman's real name was April Rogers, and she was a detective at the Colorado Springs Police Department. Mm. The FBI enlisted her to infiltrate and spy on BLM and other activist groups during the summer of 2020. The work of Rogers is a direct offshoot of their investigation in Denver, where Mikey Windecker, who is a paid FBI informant, he drove a silver hearse, rose to a leadership role in the activist group, and encouraged activists to become violent. He then gave information to the FBI about those who attended demonstrations in Denver and Colorado Springs. So needless to say, the FBI assembled files on local activists by information gathered from Windecker and Rogers. Rogers, though, tried to set up two black men in a gun-running conspiracy Jeez. and a plot to assassinate, yeah, and a plot to assassinate Colorado Attorney General Phil Weiser. Tried to set these niggas up. Insane. Oh, 
of course, we all know about Tell Pro. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But there is there's also an FBI program called Social Media Exploitation, which has hundreds of fake profiles that police and FBI use to spy on people online. The FBI has refused to comment on the investigation, but so has the Colorado Springs Police Department. Wow. April Rogers also confirmed in court that the Justice Department instructed her not to answer any questions. Odd. Very odd. Uh, she's been in multiple racial justice and police brutality protests and a tenants union for a full year before oh, wow. she was found out. She was in there deep, y'all. In there really deep. On July 31st, Colorado activists organized a housing <laughs> rights rally. Pretty dope. Uh, many marched the city streets carrying signs saying rent is theft, housing is a human right, etc., etc. Little did they know that Rogers was planning to have several of them arrested that day. That fucking day. Wow. Sitting in a squad car further down the street, Officer Scott Alamo waited for protesters. You can hear him on his badge cam saying, well, boys, we sit, we wait, and we get paid. Wow. That's the, uh, yeah, that, 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 that came out in court, and um, they didn't, they didn't, they didn't uh, like that he said that so openly and flippantly about you know, his, his duty. Um, Alamo pulled up a report with pictures of the activists that they wanted to, re- to arrest, and he revealed by accident, because of his badge cam, uh, that the report came from the FBI project Social Media Exploitation, or SOMEX as it's called, which allows officers to get info on Americans without warrants, mostly from Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn. Yeah, so wow. uh, they're yeah they're they're watching very close. So the FBI is absolutely setting up and arresting protesters, uh, anyone who's out there trying to make a legitimate change. Um, cops in the car expressed glee over attacking the protesters. And one said that he was excited to put his boot to the face of a sociology professor at a local college, an old-ass man. Uh, police even attacked a biker who possessed a red flag. The red flag, of course, is a symbol of socialism and communism. Uh, they attacked her, searched her home, took her phone, and charged her with aggravated assault for her participation in the protest. Wow. Crazy. Yeah, ruined ruined her life. Uh, the two black men that I mentioned earlier that uh, that that Rogers tried to set up an assassination plot with, they also <laughs> targeted these two guys and tried to get them to buy grenades, automatic AKs, and TNT. Isn't that entrapment? TNT. Yeah, it's straight up entrapment. Well, luckily, these these two brothers were smart, and they declined. In June 2022, there was a criminal court hearing involving a black man named Charles Johnson, who was arrested at a housing rights march. Like, like, come on! <laughs> none of none of the protests that I that I looked up and that I talked about here are anything like malicious. They're all just like, hey, we want 
stuff. Human we rights. We want rights. Yeah. <laughs> we, we, we just we just want to be able to live in a home without police fucking shooting us. But um, yes, Charles Johnson was arrested at a housing rights march. State prosecutors charged him with theft, aggravated assault, and resisting arrest. The snitch, Rogers, the woman who pretended to be a sex worker, she was called in to be a witness where she answered almost no questions and said very straightforwardly that she was instructed by the FBI not to answer anything and that any work she did was under the direct authority of the FBI. Wow. So basically, she can't be touched. Wow. All that being said, um, a few months later, in November 2022, a Colorado man, as we all remember, um, he ran a neo-Nazi website, and who was under the investigation of the FBI. He uh, he walked into Club Q, as we all remember, in Colorado Springs, and murdered five people. Wow, yeah. So what that means is the FBI focus is attention on people of color, protesting police brutality, and advocating for housing rights. Someone that the FBI knew was a threat gunned down people in a mass shoot. Mm-hmm. So, um, the, the the polarity a threat to who? Of that that's the question. Well, yeah, mm-hmm. a threat to who? The man, the man that the man that shot that club up. Yeah, he was, was not a, a threat to the status quo. Right. Yeah, he was a th- he was a threat to mm-hmm. LGBT people. So yeah, that's I mean that's that just goes mm-hmm. to show you what it is their focus is is yeah um, absolutely keeping right. their keeping their power structure intact. Yeah, I mean like we like mm-hmm. I said last <laughs> week, we're living with terrorists in our midst. Yeah. And it would be different if if these terrorists were targeting like straight white people, mm-hmm. that shit would be like nipped in the bud like yeah. almost immediately. Yeah, yeah. But because we have these people that their targets are people of color, mm-hmm. L- um, LGBT, gay, trans, these people that are other, um, it's not as prior. It's, it's 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 not as prioritized. That's collateral damage they were okay with. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Right. And that is, I think that's probably like one of the things that pisses me off the most in life mm-hmm. is the fact that we're treated less than or our struggles and our dangers aren't taken seriously. Well, they don't give a fuck about us. That's, yeah, that's the thing. Right? Exactly. All they care about is their yeah. control and their power that they have. Yeah. If you threaten that yeah, shit, right. then yeah, then exactly. it's, it's a problem. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's like that MJ right. song. Right. They don't care about us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There, there's 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 nothing violent. There's nothing radical, you know, about wanting, of uh, wanting wanting rent control. Wanting wanting to make sure that you have a place to live. You know, what I'm saying that's not anything that's that's not anything that's far out. That's not anything that's unthinkable. I can see if, if motherfuckers in the streets, you know, calling for the president's head, then like, all right, you know, kind of chill a little bit. With that. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. Like damn, if they're man. like in, intentionally how, trying how to like murder that? politicians or lawmakers. Well, but, yeah. But the thing, right. the keyword, the keyword that they, the keywords that they're listening to, what they're hearing is defund the police. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And that challenges mm-hmm. the status quo. Sure. Yeah. It could be a housing, uh, right. Uh, right. You know, mm-hmm. protest, but as long as the same people that are saying defund the police, you know whose streets our streets mm. yeah exactly you know or just you know we're and, or, and or, or just we're not as free as we think we are no you know not just, at all yeah and, just, and, and this shows everybody that protesting is powerful 
right. so powerful that they want to stop you. From yeah, that they want to shut it down. Well, it, it's and it's, it's it's especially crazy that you all are that, that the FBI is going so far as creating assassination plots. People aren't people aren't even talking about assassinating anybody. People yeah. want to just live, and mm-hmm. you're trying to push people to yeah. be more radicalized, yep. to be extremist. Exactly. So you, and it's so crazy you're cre- because you're creating. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy because if you get in those circles and if you start talking like that shit, to some people it can seem like, man, this motherfucker is like down for the cause, you know? Uh-huh. But now right, it should almost right. be, it, 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 it should almost make you think like, yo, this motherfucker is talking about doing this shit. You're police. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. You're a fan. Yeah. You, you're a fan. This motherfucker 12. And, <laughs> yeah. and that, that's another thing about organizing is that, um, Fed jacketing, cop jacketing, you know, accusing somebody of being a fed is dangerous, it's harmful, and yeah. so it's distrust. So even if a person is not a fed and we're all hyper suspicious, then the job is done. They did their job they did their job. Yeah. You know, you essentially disable this yeah. movement because we can't trust one another. We can't organize together. Exactly. Simple yeah. as that. So dangerous as fuck yeah yeah it's man i i I remember playing um red dead redemption the first one great fucking game yeah and um the main antagonist uh right before you know he the the great moment where he kills himself he um he says that even if they kill me they'll find another monster they have to to justify their budget yep Mm-hmm. They That's have real. to find a monster so they can justify their budget. That's right. This is a prime example. Right. They will create the monster themselves to make sure that they maintain money and maintain that stream of revenue and they maintain control. That's all I got on this one, yo. Watch who you uh, watch who you talk to, watch who you organize with, and keep your eyes out for these motherfucking feds, yo. All right, Joffy, <laughs> you got a story for us? I do. Uh, I do, actually. Uh, this was, <laughs> this is kind of a funny one, but it's, but it's going to raise up some, some, some good conversation that was one to have with y'all. Um, I don't know if you guys have heard about what's been going on with certain public libraries and certain states and, mm-hmm. you know, parents, you know, requesting that, uh, certain books, uh, are, are, the parents are requesting that certain books be banned. They're saying that they're not appropriate uh, for their kids. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of these books um, are books that are about people of color or you know LGBT matters. Um, so we've been kind of getting that. Put, so we've been kind of getting that a lot lately. But this just happened recently, where um, a mother in Utah has requested that the Bible be banned. <laughs> yeah. Hella funny. Ooh, Hella funny. Ooh, sticky, sticky. <laughs> sticky, sticky. Sticky, sticky. sticky. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. So, uh, and, uh, in, in 2022, Utah passed a law banning books with pornographic or indecent content. Mm-hmm. 
The initial list of banned mm. books included many titles that featured coming-of-age stories that also deal with themes of sexuality and gender, uh, including Judy Bloom's Forever, Gender Queer by Maya Kobabi, and 19 Minutes by Jody Pacow. Um, so this lady <laughs> decided that uh, um, the Bible should be banned because of pornographic content. Okay. Uh, and and uh, this is actually a quote from her. Uh, incest, onanism, bestiality, prostitution, genital mutilation, fellatio, dildos, rape, and even in, uh, even infanticide. Mm -hmm. You'll no doubt find that the Bible un un under Utah code, and the number is 76-10-10, one two two seven has no serious value for minors because it's pornographic by the new definition. Yeah, yeah, true <laughs> facts, facts. Yeah. Well, so what's interesting mm. is like, yeah, you know, we've all read the Bible at some point, and the Bible contains all of these things. Big time. All all of those things. These these. That's that's where I'm sitting. Like, damn, she's really got a point. Like. Right. All of that's so true. Yeah, all, let me bring all up. All of that yeah, is true. Let, yeah, so like, let me bring up a few examples. Um, well, everyone knows about Song of Solomon. Mm -hmm. uh, that's a personal, uh, yeah. <laughs> not safe for work favorite. Um, uh, <laughs> the Song of Solomon has um, uh, passages that describe a woman's breast in painfully horny detail as two fawns and clusters of fruit, and pleas for a man to eat the precious fruit of her garden. <laughs> Uh, there's that story that we all know about mm. King David and Bathsheba, yep. you know, murdering, murdering a man to get, to get his wife. Exactly. Yeah. And, and this was also, uh, uh, someone that was described as a man after God's own heart. Yeah. How many um, concubines he had? 500 and some shit like that? I mean, I think that was Solomon, his son, but still, you know. Yeah. Um, guys, 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 this is just too hot. Man, too hot, too me. hot. Well, you've got stories about, you know, <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, like Lot and his daughters, that, and like, food, yeah, baby. you know, there's a whole story of, you know, Lot and his daughters, and his daughters get him drunk and they rape him, yeah, so that they can be, like, yeah, they, yeah, yeah they so that, so that they can be impregnated, masturbation, yeah, all kinds of Sodomy. stuff, all kinds of like crazy shit happens in the Bible, uh -huh. and now. Now, like this brings I up. I read the Bible again. This is some sexy <laughs> yeah, shit. Yeah, there, is, there is a passage, <laughs> and you know, this is this is something that I, I, I like to bring up to a lot of um, Christians that are uh, are pro life, that are anti abortion. Yeah, right. The Bible says it's okay to abort a child. Yeah. If you read the story, yeah, it, it gives you a recipe. If yeah. You, if you yeah, read the exactly. story of the bitter water. Exactly. It says for a man yeah. to give give his wife, if he thinks she's been cheating, mm -hmm. give his wife bitter water. Yeah. And if she passes the baby and the baby is dead, then, then she you know. cheated. Yeah. But if not, then that's your child. Yeah. That was their like early version of Mari, basically. God himself commanded <laughs> the Israelites to dash a baby's head up against the rocks. That's yeah. yeah Nasty. Yeah, we ain't talking about it. Really a, we ain't talking about a fetus. We talking about an actual was, infant. Yeah, like a, like an actual baby Come that's on, already man. that's already born. But a woman can't go get a medical yeah. procedure? Mm hmm Come on. Or also, too, one of my yeah. favorite parts... Yeah. What's the science behind <laughs> yeah. the bitter water? Yeah, yeah. right, That's right. Really well, one of my favorite... Witch doctor shit, right? Well, one of my favorite parts <laughs> is um, this part where God is talking to Moses, and God is, like, this pissed off at the children of Israel. Basically, because they've been... 
complaining. But basically, it's like, yeah, we've been like in the wilderness for 40 years. We're supposed to you know, be in the promised land. What the fuck, Moses? Yeah. You know, like all we've had to eat is manna, and we're in this fucking desert. Like, this shit is delicious, but it's getting old. Nigga. Right, yeah, yeah. So, God's, so at one point, God is finally like, had it, and, and he's like, Fuck these niggas. I'm going to kill them all except you, Moses, and yeah. give you a new nation and establish you. And Moses is like, hold up, God. If you do that, if you kill all of the children of Israel, then what are the people of Egypt and our enemies, what are they going to say? And God's like, damn, Moses, you right, my bad. All right, I won't. Sky Daddy was wrong. Fuck that, fuck that. We need to start, Sky Daddy, hey, we need to start having story time with Jaffa. You tell biblical stories the Yo, absolute best. For real. Bro. Dude, like, dude, like Moses was like, hold up, God. Like, oh, shit. Yeah, yeah, like, that's what I want to do. Like, I actually want to have a series where I tell, like, Real stories that happened in the Bible, but just like really? tell them like how I just said it, okay. just like you know. We gonna call right. it. We gonna call it. Sun, we gonna call it Sunday school with Reverend Jaffa Green. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but also, so like this Reverend brings my Green. point too. Now, keep in mind, I fully believe in religious freedom. I believe in you know. Yeah, absolutely. As, as, absolutely. Like, as long as you're not trying to fuck with people or make them believe like how you believe, I believe you're entitled to believe however you want to. Want to believe? So, on one sense, I don't agree with banning the Bible, but also too, there's a part of me that kind of thinks that you know this mother in Utah is being, you know, uh, she's that she's like trolling yeah, a little yeah. bit in a Absolutely. good way because this is kind of like all right, well, we've had to deal with all of you like hardcore like right wing Republicans right. E like evangelicals trying to tell us how to live and trying to. Right. Ban books and music or ban stuff that you don't agree with, blah, blah, blah. You're trying to legislate this morality. You're trying to make us believe how you believe yeah. or have us live how you live. Right. So I think she was a little bit of like, well, okay, well, like, here's a little taste of your own medicine. Right. And, you know, I've, I've already, yeah. and, and, yeah. and I've seen, you know, comments from, you know, other Christian leaders that have responded to this. It's like, well, Pornography and the Bible are two different things. I'm like, obviously. But two, it's just kind of like, well, let's be real here. It's kind of like, I mean, I even think about myself as a kid that was that was raised in church. And, you know, there were certain things that I got exposed to that I would not expose my children to. I wouldn't, like, mm. I, like I don't want them to think about the possibility of a rapture happening. Or the fact that like this yeah. loud trumpet is gonna like blast in the sky and the dead in Christ is gonna rise. <laughs> you don't need to think about that shit when you're six years old. Nah. You don't need to be like plagued yeah. with thoughts yeah. of that. So Right. Wondering about the suffering of people in hell, like yeah. you, don't, you don't need to Yeah, yeah. That's no. traumatizing as fuck. Yeah, no, it's like hella traumatizing as fuck. And I mean, you know, obviously we're very good about, you know, making sure that our kids aren't exposed to, you know, things of a sexual nature or, you know, violence or things yeah, like not that. Not violence, who? Who who? That's not the standard. Like we don't put we don't put sex on television too tough, but yeah, but, yeah, but violence is all over the. Somebody yeah. get their brains blowed out. We all right with that shit. Yeah, yeah, 
Yeah, no, like, no. Yeah. Like, absolutely. Yeah. But also, I would say that, yeah, that, like, there is, like, there's some certain stuff in the Bible that kids should not be exposed to. Yeah. Um, there's a lot in the Bible. Yeah, yeah. Like, there's a lot. I mean, and yeah, to be fair, you know, they need to know that, you know, love your neighbor as yourself and, you know... Yeah, like, there's certain stuff that, that is appropriate, but a lot of stuff that isn't, you know. Yes, Lord. <laughs> so, so, I don't know. Won't he do it? <laughs> Won't he do it? <laughs> so, yeah. I, I want to say, I want to say, like, like Joshua said earlier, like, I absolutely do believe in religious freedom. Like, I, 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 I do think that you, you know, believe whatever you, believe whatever you want. Believe whatever you like and do whatever makes you happy in life. As as a as a communist, that's something that I believe in that freedom. Um, with that being said, though, oh oh, so 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 just like Joshua, <sighs> I don't seriously think that banning the Bible is a good idea. But I think that it shows the hypocrisy of what Republicans are doing. Exactly. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Because middle school middle schoolers and high schoolers, but yeah, absolutely middle schoolers too. They need to hear about gender they need to hear about their expression they are thinking about sex so trying to shield them from all of these things and thinking it's the outside source no they have these questions and feelings inside them and they yeah. need a way to search that and figure things out like don't cripple them mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying like so the, the same way you would the Republicans would give the Bible as a as a roadmap. Like different people have different roadmaps. You know what I'm saying? Right. You might you there's there are so many books that are like, oh shit, I didn't know that I I needed this concept to help me figure out what's going on in my life to help me understand myself better. Right. You know. So um, yeah, I I I don't think seriously that banning the Bible is a good idea, but I think that exposing the hypocrisy in what they're doing is absolutely worth it it's yeah it's genius just playing 3d chess right yeah <laughs> just playing absolutely. Fucking 3D chess. I, I love it i honestly i think that <laughs> i think that you would be hard pressed to find an adult that has ne never either done thought about or considered doing queer shit yeah right yeah absolutely at some absolutely. point yeah you yeah. know absolutely yeah so, and what the fuck is wrong with talking about that right yeah. I don't know, man. Yeah. I mean, I'm, yeah, I mean, I'm <laughs> always... human nature, Yeah, man. and what like, yeah, I've always been, I mean, I've always been attracted to women. Like, I've always kind of known that's where I've been. But I have no problem admitting that another man is attractive or even that, like, dang, you know, like, if I, you know, like, if I was gay, you know, I'd hit that shit. Yeah. And I'm completely confident in who I am and my orientation and like how i feel about stuff because i know and it's like I, I i i don't i don't have to lie to anybody or try to you know or feel inadequate because of this i'm just like dude i'm yeah i know who i am i don't like i don't care about that i'm, I'm queer i'm queer as fuck for joey and Joshua. yeah I'm yeah yeah so, exactly i'm, with it. I'm yeah, so I'm, in love I'm with you two my god yeah and then also too, you better be glad you better be glad you're in Arizona because I try you up on that right now. Mm -hmm. yeah, <laughs> but, uh, um, yeah, and to me, uh, like it's not uh, it's not something that's uh, it's not shameful because to me it's it's not 
meant to be seen as something that's shameful. It's I, not. I'm sitting in the studio yeah. right now, yeah. and I'm, I'm I got my hand on Jaffa's knee, and I'm caressing his mm, upper thigh. Feels he's good. like he's with it. He's mm. cool with it. Like it's right. not. I mean, you know. What? What I, the fuck? I, I am harder than a bottle of Jack right. <laughs> <laughs> now, for real though, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm harder than Chinese arithmetic right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah, man. That's that's all I got. Trolled and motherfuckers. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, especially in, mm-hmm. in like especially in Utah, because I kind of feel too. Um, I've only been a couple times, but coming from what I hear, it's like okay. You got the Mormons, and then you got everybody else. And I'm sure amidst all the everybody else's, <laughs> and there's just people like, we are sick of these motherfuckers. But, and they don't you really, they, they ain't really too tough on the Bible. They, they, they dig into the Book of Mormon, right? That's the yeah, yeah, Joseph yeah. Smith shit, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, I mean, still, like, you know, you've got Mormons. I'm sure you've got, you know, hardcore, super white evangelical Christians, no, too. I'm sure, I'm sure. And then you have everybody else that's just sick of all of them. Yeah, so, yeah. you know... <laughs> I'm sure, like that. I'm sure that mom was just like, "Not today, Satan." <laughs> yeah. like she was just like, "I'm fucking at it." I mean, that's somewhat. Bless her heart. That's somewhat of a feel-good story, and uh, <laughs> I like it. Yeah. I, like I suggested it. it as a feel-good. It is a feel-good. Izzy, you think Izzy's got a feel-good too? Well, we're just well, we're just bubbling good. with positivity over I here. I love it. You're right. You're right. <laughs> Izzy, what you got for us? Man, have, have y'all heard about this? In Philadelphia, uh-huh. they are raising money. They're getting these funds together. I think they've gotten like $3 million so far. Uh, Philadelphia is about to start an uh, experimental program to give $1,000 to pregnant women. Wow. $1,000 a, a month. That's great. A month. A month, a month for, their, for, their, for six months of their pregnancy. Oh, and then for a year after childbirth. So wow, yo, that's pretty cool. One thousand dollar check, really, really. That's... So, so they're saying um, it's 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 an effort to improve um, you know, infant health. You know, the care of the mother. You know, keep keep your household together. You know, just basically, really like trying to improve. The situation of you know going through childbirth and and raising your child, but holy shit, dude! For eighteen That's... total months, you get eighteen stacks. That is, that you can make some fucking moves. Wait, right? wait, wait. So, so why so why the woman's pregnant and then the first year? Yeah, it's um. Let's see. So that's twenty one months, ain't it? It's six because it's not. It's not. It's the. I think it's the it's second trimester of pregnancy. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I think. So you do your your first three months because you know you might lose right. the baby or no you telling. might decide you don't want to. Mm-hmm. Sure. sure. Yeah. But um, yeah, dude, that's uh, that's that's wow. I was when I saw that show, I was like, oh shit, that's actually really dope. You know, that I, is dope. And of course, you know, approach approach everything with skepticism because this could just be you know, oh well. Maybe maybe if we give them money, you know, then they won't care about the whole right. pro-choice thing and taking away Roe versus that. Right. That's another thought. Like maybe if we give them the money, they'll want to keep the child. Versus, right, you know, financial mm. incentive. Uh, Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, to, truth be told, there's a lot of women out there that decide that they want to have an abortion because financially they don't feel like they can. I think that's one of, I think that's one of the main mo- main and, motivators and the main reasons. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 
obviously. Which I, I mean, it's... I, I thought about that, but but then there's another thing to consider. I mean, if you're getting a thousand dollars for eighteen months, and so you're a little bit a little bit better off, and you might feel a little bit more comfortable. I mean. When that money's gone, <laughs> that baby's still there, and that baby that need to eat even more now. You right, know? So, right, right. I mean, a, a, it's, it's positives and negatives, but I saw it, and I was initially like, "Oh, this is this is really dope." You know that even somebody who does want to have a baby will have assistance, and that's yeah. always a good thing. Yeah, and that's always a good thing. That's, that's yeah. never a bad thing. And in our reality, who really gives a fuck what the motive is? I mean, I'm all for, yes, absolutely, give women money when they're mm-hmm. pregnant and when yeah. they have right. babies. Right. Absolutely. Right. That's give a beautiful her, fucking thing. Give, give her what she owes. Give her, yeah, she give her everything. <laughs> She's bringing life. Like, what the hell? Yeah, She's, this is very important. She's a demigod right now. Give her some fucking money. Yeah. Right. Give your offerings. <laughs> right, yeah. Offer, give your offering to this fucking goddess. Right, right, right. right. Nah, for real, though. Shit. All right. That's wonderful. That's great. That actually legitimately mm-hmm. is a feel good. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, shit. That's all we got for the current events. What you got? I thought you I had another one. Nah, nah. nah, nah, nah that's, that's all I got. So y'all stay tuned for a world-class media review. I think it's a good one. I think it's a good one. Inside. Yeah. Okay, Deaf Perspective (laughs) listeners, we are back for our world-class media review. Yeah. So, I got a review. Got a review. I do. Oh, look at you. I do. Look at you. Damn. Like, look like, at yeah, you. Joe has been coming through, through lately. The review. Yep. So, <laughs> have y'all ever heard of a singer from Atlanta named Baby Rose? No. Izzy, you heard of Baby Rose? No. Oh my God. Y'all need uh-huh. to check out Baby Rose. Baby Rose. All right. So, Baby Rose is a soul and R&B singer. Like mm-hmm. I stated previously, from Atlanta. Okay. I think she was born in D.C., if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. Spent quite a bit of time in North mm. Carolina. Yeah. Where she worked, worked directly with J. Cole. Oh, okay. Cool. Okay. She's worked with SZA and other oh, major artists. Right, yeah, yeah. As well. Her music is being featured um, currently on the show Insecure. The oh, Insecure yeah, show. yeah, yeah. Insecure. Um, this, I still need to watch that last season. Yeah. Yeah, it's hella good. Yeah. I, I love the show. Yeah, not me too. Um, she's a mezzo-soprano. Um, singer. She's got this uh, this very smoky, rich voice. And it, it hits the ear like a like a room-temperature mezcal with lime. <laughs> it's nice. uh, She's very reminiscent Dude, of... this nigga got the action. Yeah, man. Look at him. I'm trying to get better at these. I'm trying to get better at these. I think the more I do it, the better I get. You know, most of the time I'm like, yeah, yeah, that shit, he listen to it. You know what I'm saying? But like, nah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's lit. Yeah, it's lit. It's lit. Yeah, yeah. But no, her voice is very reminiscent of. Y'all ready for this? 
Nina Simone. Really? Yeah. I knew you were going to say that. You're lying. You I swear to God. Lying. I swear to God. Okay. Man. Check. Listen. I, I, I knew you were going to say that. Check out Baby Rose and tell me I'm a liar. Okay. Tell me I'm, I'm going to tell you I'm a liar yeah, anyway. I, I got to check her out. Man. <laughs> Whatever. So you say, say what you want. Okay. No, no. Nah, nah, I want to check her out. I'm, that I'm sounds amazing. That's going to be my Sunday music now. And she is beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful. Let so, me see. She's got um she's got three albums out <laughs> that I can see. I mean, come on, two, two albums out. Um, yeah, no, she is. Yeah, okay. She's uh she's gorgeous. I'm gonna take I'm gonna take yeah, yeah, man. You, you had me at Nina Simone. Yeah, I'm trying to tell you. You had me at Nina Simone. She the the, the woman can sing, bro. She yeah. she's legit with it. Yeah. I'm telling you. And it when it, when I when I say smoky, rich. Resonating mezzo soprano. That's like I don't know how. I can yeah, describe it any that better, was man. that was a very technical description. I don't know how I could describe it any better, but yeah. very very soulful. Okay. Um, sound. Uh, All right, trying, I see let me, you. Let Damn. me see. The first song I heard by Ooh. Baby Rose was a song called "Go," right? So listen to "Go" first. Wow. I think y'all really like the song "Go." I think that's what it's called. Dang. Let me make sure I got All my right. shit right here. All right. Yeah, yeah, and then go. she's got a new album that's about to drop uh-huh. next month. Uh-huh. I see. Yeah, that shit go. So, Baby Rose, listen to her on Spotify or wherever you get your music. Uh, she's on uh, Secretly Canadian, too. I don't even know what that means. That's the record label. Oh, okay. So. That's what's up. All right. Shit. <laughs> Jaffa? Yo. You got a. You been digging in these crates? Yeah, yeah, I have. Um, so, my. De- uh, so I've got this review. It's based off of uh, actually somebody that I just saw recently, uh, a man by the name of Lee Fields. Lee yes. motherfucking Fields. I got a, I got a, uh, <laughs> I have a coworker named Lee Fields. <laughs> oh, okay, nice. <laughs> Not talking about him though. Right, right, right. But, but yeah, man. Like Lee Fields, uh, um, he originally was a soul singer that like he was, was like risen from North Carolina, moved to New York, uh, actually moved to Plainfield, New Jersey uh-huh. to, you know, find his fortune and get in the music industry. And um, he made a couple of records in the early 70s, um, you know, and, and just kind of just did like small stuff, maybe got some, you know, small regional hits, didn't really quite blow up. And then by the time he was trying to get stuff going. It was like 1979. Disco was happening. It was like a completely different, you know, completely different scene than what he was doing. So, fast forward to a few years later, um, he starts recording with um, labels like Truth and Soul, mm. uh, Daptone. Uh, Daptone Records. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Uh-huh. Yep. Exactly. And then this is kind of, you know, this is what's happening in the kind of in the the mid 2010s like i kind of feel like we had this kind of like movement of 60s soul or just like newer stuff that was coming out that had that sound funnily enough it really kind of came from uh amy winehouse and how that record blew up and was Mm. a fucking huge record blew up hard 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 and then even like you had somebody like Raphael Sadiq he did like a 60s Motown influence record that Stone is, Rolling 
No, no, the one, uh, no, the one before, like the, the one way with I Ray am. Ray on it. What? The one with Ray Ray on it. They call him Ray Ray. No, no, no. No, no. I love Rafael Sadiq. No, no, like not that one, but the one before, like the way I am. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, that one's dope. But and so then you know then then of course you had you know Sharon Jones come out, uh, Charles Bradley, and kind of in the middle of all of this stuff, that was it. Kind of made the perfect. Uh, the perfect environment for Lee Fields to have uh, not only just a comeback, but to even get like the way I see it. The the way I see it, yeah, okay. yeah. That album, that 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 Raphael Sadiq record is so dope. Okay, yeah, um, I'd say Stone Rolling and Ray Ray is. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. But okay, yeah, they're all good. <laughs> but um, but yeah, so you know, so like kind of all that environment made it the perfect environment for Lee Fields to not only stage like a proper comeback, but to even get the popularity that he truly de- that he truly deserved um during that time actually my old band i was in this um 60s soul girl group where we had like three girls that sang in front you know they were in 60s dresses and we did the whole like we like we we did the whole vibe the whole aesthetic okay and me and three other guys were the band behind them right and so um that was a really fun band, but one of the one of one of the gigs we got to play, we got to open up for Lee Fields at uh, Bimbo's, oh. and mm. yeah, that was that that was that's an, insane. That was an amazing night. Not tell only me, tell me you smoked a joint with Lee Fields. I I tried to get him to smoke <laughs> one. I actually offered it to him. He's like, Nah, brother, I'm good. Okay, but I but I tried. Uh. I tried. You know, can't say that I did. And then also too, it was cool because two of the guys that were in his band were in Manahan Street Band. That oh, was, yeah, 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 yeah. That okay. was Charles Bradley's That's right, band. That's I right. think we talked about we that did, a while back. We did. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, uh, a lot of overlap there. A lot of overlap. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, I you know, it. and and the thing is with Lee Fields, man, if you it, like go go see him if you can. If he comes to your town, Go see him. That music make you feel something. It, 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 yeah. That's 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 what I was feeling Thursday night, man. Yeah. It was like I had to sit through that whole like tech bro coat check bullshit, and yeah. then like Lee Fields was playing like right after, yeah. and it was honestly it was like a release for me. It was just like hearing that music. I mean, and there's really something to be said for you went from the soulless shit to the most soulful shit. You said it, brother. Yeah. No, like, like, seriously, from the soulless to the most soulful. And there's really something to be said for I mean, I love all different types of music, all different types of, like, setups and vibes and aesthetics, but there's really something to be said for, like, seeing a tight-ass soul band with a horn section. Right. Hear how those horns just right. crack. Hey, if you ain't got horns, you ain't talking about shit. Yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. you got, like, the bass player like holding it down you know holding down the rhythm but then like doing these runs that just that type of music the bass player is the fucking rock star yeah you know yeah the guitar player is like doing his thing he's providing the the chinks and the rhythm but that but that bass player man that's that's the one that's it so you know and it is the canvas in which the whole thing is painted exactly yeah exactly Exactly, and just like and like Lee Fields is, you know, just like one, like one of the last few truly, you know, soul singers of that era that's like still doing it to this day. Yeah. Um, I mean, I can tell you what records to buy, but they're all good. Um, yeah. You know, he's got a record. Uh, it's called My World. 
uh, Faithful Man, uh, It Rains Love. Uh, yeah, all of yeah, mm. all of yeah, all of his records from the past few years are all dope. Jaffa, so. the musical Wikipedia in this motherfucker. Phone is sitting For down real, over here dude. on the table, and he just like raffling. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like all those records are great, <laughs> man. Is, you know, and but, but but what's also interesting too. Uh, you know, and I and I noticed this when we opened up for Lee Fields, and um, it was a interesting thing to me because, as much as I love that movement that happened with like Daptone and all of that, and you know, kind of seeing you know people getting back into like appreciating like '60s soul and that type of stuff, and like you know, ev- I mean, everyone will always love Motown and all that. But what I noticed at that yeah. show, I was looking around, I'm like, man, there's a lot of white people here and uh, and that's mm, great that's, that's cool like I, like I feel like that music appeals to those type of people that are like record collectors or you know people that like you know rock right. music or punk and then now they're kind of like expanding you know their mind and expanding what they're getting into they're getting into soul and all this or just people that appreciate live music like with live instrumentation live instruments um so that type of stuff grabs those people but i'm like i'm disappointed because i'm like man like i want to see more black people especially more younger black people and it's kind of like frustrating because like on one hand i get it it's like yo i'm sure this shit just sounds like stuff that you know your grandma or your you know your auntie listens to but I'm just like, yeah. but like yeah. at the same time, I'm like, yo, like, like there's more to life than Drake. You yeah, know what I mean? Or yeah, just yeah. like, you yeah, know, it's they're, just... they're at the Ice Price show. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's the last time I'm a breaker up. I swear to God, that's this, the last time I'm a breaker up. This ice is spicy. Yeah. So, <laughs> so you know, I don't know, and, and you know, and, and then also too, it, it's, it's like we also kind of have to think about like the way that the music is. Well, not just like presented, but like. um promoted and things like that so i don't you know like like that was one thing that always kind of like bugged me it's like damn like why can't we get more like young black people like listening to this and or just i don't know yeah yeah you know how i feel it's It's, it's like it's real yeah and it's like you know like don't get me wrong like i obviously love hip-hop um i'm obviously like an old school hip-hop head um, so some of the mm. newer stuff I'm not into, but I understand like if that's you know if if that's your age, like that's the shit that's popping for you. I'm, I'm like I'm I'm not gonna knock it, but part of me is like yo, like this this other shit. Check this shit out. Yeah, yeah, this this other shit, right. This is bumping. Well, yeah. I mean, that's what we doing right here on the Step Perspective podcast, right? So it's a very this is a very black podcast. Yeah. So, you know, all y'all out there, if y'all ain't y'all ain't fucking around with yeah, the music that we move. that's it. You ain't fucking around with that. And we we do our best not to review shit that's like top of the pop chart. No, cuz you already know you, you already know about that. You probably already heard it. Yeah, that's so, already like that's already been well covered and well it. discussed and, you that's know, it. and you know, and that's all good, but we want to shed light on artists and albums that we feel need more exposure than yeah. you like talked about more right completely underrated shit mm-hmm. exactly underrated shit. so exactly. easy yes 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 do you have an obscure selection for us this week i know you do you know i do all right what you, you know got i do 
Uh, I got to talk about my man. I've been loving on this man's stuff for a minute now. It is phenomenal. I love it. His name is Jules. J-U-L-S. Jules. So okay. he is from Ghana. Jules? <laughs> Jules. J-U-L-S. Yeah, Jules. J-U-L-S. Okay. Oh, you, oh, you thought, oh, uh, <laughs> you talking about, uh, Shotty. Shotty. You listen to Jewel, man? I was waiting for you to get that. <laughs> okay. Well, um, so, well I was so meant for you, too, Gizzy. <laughs> <laughs> right. He's a, um, he's a DJ, producer, and, um, he's, he's getting a lot of popularity in the diaspora, man. He's worked with. Um, he's worked with. Yeah, yeah. He's he's moving around. Um, I think his parents are from London, so okay. you know he. Um, yeah, he, he he speaks English, and so you know, because of that, you can spread your music around a lot more. He's done music with Burner Boy, who is international as fuck. Um, every everybody knows Burner Boy. If you like. Um, if you like anything out of Jamaica, you know you can't you can't fucking go to Jamaica unless you're fucking <laughs> talking about Burner Boy, right? Yeah, uh, yeah. Koji Radical. <laughs> I seen him at SF. Koji Radical. If you haven't, huh? Oh, I, you did. Yeah, yeah. I I know that was crazy. Yeah, I yeah, yeah. It was. It was. I I was not familiar with Burner Boy, you know, prior to the show. It was just a um, it was like a it was like an Afrobeat reggae show that we 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 went to. I mean, it was it was cool. It was smooth. Mm. It was a good mm-hmm. show. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but the I I really don't want to give. I didn't want to give an album because he's a a true DJ in his form. Like he's gonna give you tracks. He's gonna give you EPs. He's got like fire ass EPs out. You know, it's it's best to go to Spotify, or Apple Music, whatever you have. Type in Jules and just play through his entire discography. That's the best way to do. Okay. You know his music. Jules. But um, it's it's Af- it's Afrobeat, Afro vibe, but it's it's not Afrobeat like Telakuzi. It's like new Afrobeat. It's it's jumping. It's a, it's sometimes he hits you with some poppy shit. Sometimes you got tracks for the ladies. But I mean, it is it's really black as fuck. It's spreading around the diaspora. Uh-huh. Um. Gold. He's done mu- done music with Gold Link, uh, Jay Prince, Tyler, Tyler like the Gold Creator. Link. I like Gold. So, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, yeah. So you know, this is this is this, this is not a nobody. This is a up and okay. rising star. So if I if I had to give, um, I, I would say start off with Fufu and Grits. Fufu and Grits is a little short EP. I think it's like two or three songs that he did with Sango. I okay. talked about Sango um, in a different episode. Yeah. <laughs> Sango is um, from Washington. I think he's from, uh, his parents are Brazilian. So a lot of his music is Brazilian influence. And again, just, it's just popping in, in the diaspora, you know, like the black, the black kids loving on the shit. So, um, so yeah, check out Fufu and Grits with Sango. Listen to those tracks. If you like those, you're going to love this other shit, man. Just, just put them on and let them ride. Okay. That's what's up. Yeah. Jules. J U L S. Got it. J U L S. J U L S. Jules. Jules. Word. Yeah. Well, shit. That's mm-hmm. all I got, gentlemen. Y'all got anything to add? Y'all got anything in closing? Um, no, no. That's all I got. All right, cool, cool. All right, Deaf Perspective listeners, we're going to catch you next week. Next week. And a week after. And a week after. Because we can't stop, won't stop. 
Can't stop, won't stop. Bad boy. Can't stop, won't stop. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Peace. Peace. Yeah, that's what you were saying. Also, you could. Uh, Also, you could be like, all right, if y'all are quiet during breakfast, you can go outside and play. (laughs) You can't write trick them both ways. Right. If you shut up, I'll let you go out there and shut up. (laughs) (laughs) It's a win-win. Yeah, right. It's a win-win. Everybody wins.